So yeah, it's dark as fuck outside, and it's spooky season, October 21st or whatever, and we all saw Halloween 2018. Testing one, two, three. We're on. We're here to investigate a patient that killed three innocent teenagers on a Halloween in 1978. He was shot by his own psychiatrist and taken into custody that night. And has spent the last 40 years in captivity. Hello, Michael. I have something you might like to see. Everyone in my family, like, turns into a nutcase this time of year. Yeah, I mean, your grandmother is Lori Strode. She was almost murdered. Wasn't it her brother who murdered all those babysitters? No, it was not her brother. That's something that people made up. Do you know that I pray every night that he would escape? Who the hell did you do that for? So I can kill him. Bus crashed. Mom, what bus crashed? Michael escaped. Excuse me, somebody's in here. Hello? for this night. He's waited for me. I've waited for him. Get out! Go home! Get inside! You don't believe in the boogeyman? He's here! Michael! You should. Can you close the closet door? Halloween 2, Part 3, H4O. <laughs> Halloween Soft H4O. Reboot. Soft reboot. Or Halloween 11. It's true. They should put some kind of title under it. The sequel to Halloween is Halloween. It's... Well, the original is John Carpenter's Halloween. Ah, and okay. this one's just straight up Halloween. balls out Halloween. It's going to be David Gordon Green's Halloween. Yeah. No, that doesn't have the same ring to it yeah, as it John doesn't. Carpenter. It kind of rhymes. Hmm. Like Dr. Seuss is Halloween. <laughs> well, so. uh, before we get into anything, I think we should just basically give a very, very, very light if we recommend it or not. So there's no spoilers. If someone stumbles onto this mm-hmm. and they're Fair just enough. curious what we thought, would you recommend people seeing it in the theater? A hundred percent, yes. I loved it. A hundred percent, yes, also. Ninety-seven percent, yes. <laughs> I ain't giving it no 100. That's ghoulies turf. (laughs) (laughs) So from here on out, we might give potential spoilers. 
but it's definitely worth your time. Check it out, guys. And especially during Halloween, it's a very special occasion yes. for the season. So, for sure. Jeff. Yes. You had to fuck some people up. I heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this. Okay. So, I should preface this by saying, I've been looking forward to this movie for months, and. You've been avoiding all trailers. I saw yeah. the first trailer, and after I saw that first trailer, I was like, this is giving, this first trailer already gave away one of the scares in the movie. So I was like, I'm not watching any more trailers, which I'm really glad I did that because I went back and watched the trailers after the movie. And the trailers give so much it away. It gives away like the first three or four kills. <laughs> yeah, like the, the second trailer, the beginning of that trailer is that whole scene where he like walks up the driveway, grabs the hammer and goes in the house and kills that woman. I'm like, mm. that's the whole scene. Yeah. Like, they put the whole scene in the trailer. Like, why would you do that? But anyway, um, <laughs> so I've been, I've been anticipating this movie. I've been really excited. Uh, when did I, you see it? I saw it Friday night. Friday night. So, like, so the official re- release date you went to yeah, saw it. Yeah. I would have gone Thursday, but uh, my girlfriend wanted to go with me. So I was like, I'll wait till Friday. I'm interested to know if she liked it too, because she's not a horror person, right? Yeah. She, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know if she really liked it or not. I don't think she did because oh. horror is not really her thing. Um, and I was trying to tell her like, look, if if this is not something you're into, you don't have to go see it with me. Like, mm. I'd rather go see it with somebody who's really excited like I am. She's like, no, I want to see don't it. Don't spoil this for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, you know, so, like, if you don't feel like you have to see this movie with me, like, I would, I, I'm not one of those people that's like, no, you need to see this with me. <laughs> like, it's it's okay if you don't want to go. And she's like, no, I really want to see it. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, so we, uh, yeah, so Thursday night. It, it felt like a kid at, on Christmas Eve, like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to see the Halloween. Sure. So, like, I had a hard time falling asleep. And then I woke up before my alarm went off on Friday morning. I was like, it's coming out today. I want to see it. You know? Did you have to go to work still? Yeah. Oh, no. So, so all day, like, yeah. I was just like, oh, man, when I get off work. And I was, like, texting my girlfriend, like, are you sure we're going to be able to make it to the theater on time? Should we just meet there? And she was like, no, dude, it'll be fine. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know? What theater was it? Uh, the one in Hendersonville, the Indian Lake. Oh, okay. Oh, that's where we saw it, too. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway all this anticipation's built up and we get to the theater and we like, you know, we have the signed seats and I walk in and I sit down and there's a couple right next to me. There's like two seats and then our two seats. And it was sold out. I'm assuming right. Friday night. Uh, apparently not. Cause that really? comes into play later in the story. Ooh. So, um, oh God. we sit down and the trailers are playing and this couple is at this volume are just having a conversation. I'm like, and this isn't like a, go visit the concession stand. Here's what's coming up on first look. Like, these are the actual trailers for yeah. the movie, which I I really wanted to see the trailers. Like, I, I enjoy watching the trailers before the movie, particularly, like, there was the trailer for Pet Cemetery before this, yeah. which I'd seen online. And uh, But I wanted to see on the, it's the first time I'd get to see it on the big screen. I was like, oh, this will be cool with, like, the sound and everything. They talked through the entire thing. Yeah. And then, like, now what are they talking about? Are they talking about the trailer or something? They were kind of having their own conversation and going back and like, oh, look, they spelled cemetery wrong. Boo. You know, a lot of stupid oh shit. So, like, so I'm getting like really annoyed and I keep <laughs> leaning over to my girlfriend. I'm like, I don't think they're so going to stop talking. And she was kind of like, I don't know. And I was like, oh. uh, and I, and so I start looking around and I look at the end of the aisle and there's two empty seats at the end of the aisle. And I was like, all right, if, the mo- when the movie starts, if they're still talking and those seats are still open, let's go move over there. Because like, I just want to get away from these people. And uh, she's like, okay. So the lights go down. 
the opening credits start and they're still talking like fuck this we're walking up we're getting let's go sit in these seats so we grab our stuff oh and i had the seat God. like reclined down i had bzzz, like Do put you, it back down are there other people there that are giving them like the stink eye too not that i noticed okay so like we get up and we walk over and we sit in these two seats and there's like two seats on the side of my girlfriend and the two seats on the side of me both being users like a couple to my left and there's like uh, like an old lady to her right and another old lady, not old lady, but like p- probably like her daughter or whatever. 45 years old. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so we're watching the movie and it was almost as if they thought like, Oh cool. They went away. We can talk even louder now. So they oh, talked no. through the whole movie at this volume. What the fuck and like, does that? And I was just, I was, it was driving me crazy. And I was just like, I've waited. I've been s- it's like the universe knows like how excited yeah. I was for this movie. And they're just like, fuck you, dude. You know, what can you give us examples of what they were saying? I, at that point, I couldn't really make out specific things. They were he was saying. probably just seeing red and wasn't mm-hmm. really worried. about. Yeah. All, all I hear was like, what age would you put these kids at or people late teens, early twenties? They suck. Okay. Yeah. And like, um, at one point I, Oh, so I, it gets to a certain point and I'm, I'm livid and cause it's, it's, it's getting towards the, it's like the third act had already started. And so, so we've already said spoilers. So I'll just go ahead and say oh, gets, the third act. So you watched yeah. most of the movie already. Yeah. Oh, wow. So he gets to the third act and like, uh, it's the scene where, uh, Toby Huss walks outside and they're like, uh, why are you going outside? Who and I, <laughs> does and like, that? At, at that point, I almost said, why are you talking? That's so We're watching rude. a movie. Why are you talking? You know, mm. so, but I didn't say that. I kept my mouth shut and I leaned over to my girlfriend. I was like, if they don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to go over there and tell them to. And she mm. goes, I support whatever decision you decide to make. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And so I am just like fuming. That's and funny. like, so I put the seat back down and I'm sitting there and I'm kind of like on the edge of my seat getting ready wow. to like stand up. And of course, as soon as I do that, they don't, they stop talking. Like they didn't see me do that. They weren't like, oh, he's about to come over here. We should be quiet. I think they just kind of like started paying attention to the movie all of a sudden. I was like, oh, cool. Well, maybe like the action in the third, uh, third act. act yeah, yeah. Maybe the third act will like draw their attention and they won't talk anymore. And so I start, I, I sit back again and, uh, they just like, blah, 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 blah. I start talking again and I go, stop talking. Like that Holy loud. <laughs> and the guy wow. sitting to my left jumped. He was like, whoa. Uh, wow. Like gave me this look like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. Like, and I, I, and like my intense anger went to intense embarrassment, like instantly. I was just mm. like, I am humiliated. Why did I do that? Like, I should have got up and told the man, like, I know the manager personally at that theater. I could have just been like, Hey dude, um, these two people will not stop talking. Can yeah. you go in and tell them to keep it down? Because my my initial idea was like I'll go over to them and be like hey can you guys keep it down like you know we we're having a hard time paying attention yeah. to the movie because all we can yeah. do is you talking, but that came out as stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so no one else around you is annoyed by these people apparently. Well, not enough to say anything. Say anything. And well, I should also say this before I said that I kept trying like leaning way over to to look at them, and the the lady and the couple to my left was looking at me like this guy doing like what's he looking at because i she probably thought i was looking at her hmm. but i was trying to give them the stink eye to be like hey yeah keep it down mm. you know uh but of course they didn't see me so 
So I yell out and I'm a, I'm horribly embarrassed. Like my face is just like like yeah. heated. Impossible could, to enjoy the movie the same yeah. way after that. Yeah. Like I couldn't see myself, but I'm sure my face was bright red because mm. my face just felt so hot. And I was just like, oh, uh. uh, I'm going to have to apologize to this dude next to me when the movie's over. But I will say this. It worked. Mm. They didn't say <laughs> another word the rest of the movie. Nice. So I actually got to pay attention and see what happened at the yeah. end of the movie. Mm. So, wow. Uh, Who as soon as the you know, the credits start rolling at the end, I turn to the guy. Real quick, when you said when you yelled out "stop talking," mm-hmm. did you look at them to see what their reaction was? No, it's kind of dark. I just kind of I cut my hands over my mouth okay. like this and just projected that way, which okay. is why the guy next to me was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so as soon as the credits start rolling, I turned to the guy next to me. I was like, "Hey, man, I'm really sorry. I yelled out like that," and he was like, "Oh, that's okay, Jeff." No. I was like, oh, shit, I know this guy. And he was like, hey, man, how's it going? And I was like, oh. So I turned to my girlfriend. I was like, hey, this is my cousin. Uh, what? That was your cousin? <laughs> yeah, it was my cousin. And um, he's like, have you met my wife? And I was like, no, hi. Uh, oh, no. Really sorry about that. And she's like, oh, it's all right. You know. And he's like, how's your mom doing? You know, like <laughs> having this conversation. And the whole time that couple they're still just like reclining in their chairs, like on their phones, like, you know, probably like some asshole told us to be quiet in the movie. Mm. What a fucking jerk, you know? Right. But they were the jerks. Um, Your cousin wasn't like, thank you for speaking. Up. I was really hoping he was going to be like, dude, don't apologize. Cause yeah. it would drive me crazy. And yeah. they stopped talking. Up, but he did. He was just like, okay. <laughs> but uh, he gets on the phone to another relative. Like, guess what just happened? Yeah. I'm, I was like, he's, and as, as he was walking out, I was, turned to my girlfriend. I was like, he's going to tell his mom about this. Mm. <laughs> Jeff has anger issues. <laughs> like, oh, I saw, I saw Jeff at the movies the other night. I mean, whoa, what is with that guy? And so I, um, must be trouble in paradise with <laughs> <yeah>. his girlfriend. It's <laughs> yeah, so, like totally not. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday I went to my parents' house and I was like, Hey, uh, saw buddy last night. She was, they're like, oh yeah, and then I told my dad the whole story. He he thought it was funny. He laughed. But uh, <laughs> uh, did you when you left the theater? Did you have to walk past that couple? No, because we ended up standing like talking long enough okay. that they just eventually got up and walked out ahead of us. But I oh god okay. But it was also kind of funny because he's like, so what'd you think of the movie? And I was like, oh dude, I thought it was awesome. And he was like, really? <laughs> and I was like, you don't like it? Your cousin? Like, yeah. He's like, I don't know. And I was like, I was like, well, I also just watched part six and part eight this week and this is very like forgiving a thousand times better than those two movies did you watch all the movies leading up to this did you watch all of them recently like um yeah well i got that box set and i there was like three or f- maybe yeah maybe like three that i hadn't seen before like i'd never seen curse of michael myers and i'd never seen resurrection and i think i only watched like half of part five before resurrection is like the reality tv one yeah okay. mm-hmm. Which that one wasn't as horrible as I was expecting it to be. Like, it still isn't good, but yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's trying to do like a uh, commentary, maybe a little bit uh, like on reality TV and celebrity, like social media, like a little bit too early, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, like they had an idea of something kind of original and cool, but I don't think it had gestated enough. You know, they needed a few more years for that to like fully come, you know. To be able to do that kind of criticism, because it's kind of post-scream too, so yeah. they couldn't really do the same type of vibe anymore. But yeah, and the people in it were very generic. It was very mm. like, uh, "Hey, let's fool around," and then mm. like, "Oh, these are the people that get killed," you know, like. Right. <laughs> uh, which I really like that in moving into the new movie is like the all the most of the characters are pretty likable. Like there were other 
other, I don't know. There were there there weren't a lot of characters in the movie where you're like, oh, I can't wait for this guy to get it. You know. Yeah. Maybe the podcasters were a little <laughs> annoying. I, I, he was a little the the guy was a little annoying just because the his tone when he's talking to like people that were actually involved mm-hmm. was kind of like he's so excited. Yeah. But they're not excited. Yeah. So I think you should. The girl, not the, uh, the lady, was better. She was more right. like respectful, respectful, yeah. and he I, was just like, "You should talk to him face to face." They're exploiting someone, and yeah. it's to scummy. him, it's like yeah. to those guys, it's like a, a a fun, interesting story about this thing that happened. But to them, it's supposedly their real life. You yeah. know, like uh, it's not like a fun thing to do a podcast about. It's an actual event, a horrible thing that happened in their yeah. lives. That's it's not something you lives. make a lapel pin out of and exactly. wear for fun. Yeah, <laughs> is that? <laughs> that's just me being a jerk so no (laughs) so yeah like in that opening scene where he pulls the mask out and he's like say something michael like who the fuck are you (laughs) yeah this is none of your business crazy you know i like that opening though i loved how there was like that screaming and then the smash cut to the the credits and the the pumpkin you know jack lantern so i wish in those movies when they because i think i mentioned this before on the podcast whenever they go into a mental institution everyone is super (laughs) I don't want to say crazy, but, and I'm I'm sure in real mental institutions, there are people like that, but there are also probably people that are just there just trying to get better. They're not like, not everyone's rocking back and forth and pulling out their hair and screaming and yeah. Although I I mean, I've never been to a mental institution, so I'm not a hundred percent sure about this, but like, I feel like Michael would be in the top tier of (laughs) mental cases. True. They they have them with the most hardcore people. Maybe. Um, I mean, they have to like chain him to a, a cement block yeah. so he won't get he away. He should probably be on his own wing because the other mm. people are yeah. probably not murderers. <laughs> I had one and o- my one and only complaint about the whole movie is that they never exp- well at least maybe I just didn't hear it because I was overhearing some <laughs> jackasses right. conversation. But like, which we should go back to yeah. to talk about that. So like, but they never. Um, they never explain how they caught Michael Myers because it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first one and at the end of the first one he gets away. Right. And then he's just in a mental institution at the beginning of this and it's like, well, how did you catch him? Like, <laughs> he seems like he's not an easy guy to catch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Well, he, he had been injured. If, if you look at it in the reality of he's, he's just a regular man that mm-hmm. is really tough. I mean, he had been, what, shot, stabbed, Stabbed in the eye. Yeah, he'd had some major injuries, so maybe he just slowed down and they were able to just catch him normally after, you know, the yeah. the evening was over or something. So That was another thing I noticed that uh, they kind of forgot about in the other all the other Halloween movies was that he got stabbed in the eye in the first one, and in the rest of the movies, he's got perfect vision. Like yeah. in, in Halloween's uh, H2O, you see, like, clearly he's got two perfectly working eyes. Well... <laughs> I mean, in Halloween too, she yeah, Laurie she Strode him. literally shoots him in each eyeball. Yeah, he he yeah he cries bloody tears because right. she shot him in both eyes. So yeah, yeah. they totally they disregard do. that. Yeah, so that's what I liked about this is when you catch glimpses of Michael's actual face, you see that his eyes all messed mm-hmm. up. Like, oh, cool. He, he has like the the neck wound too from yeah, uh, the sewing just, needle or yeah. whatever or whatever you call it, the knitting right. needle thing. So yeah, I like that that they kept the continuity the same mm-hmm. as the original. Um, did you want to circle back to audience stuff? Horrible people that we... go to the movie theaters. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess just to say, I think the last podcast or either the one before that, we, we had a viewer question that's like, can I go back to the movies if I talk during it or something? Yeah. <laughs> and 
I think I said no, but then I was like, no, I'm not going to say like you were. But then um, I said, you know, if it's during an intense moment when they're yelling out something, that that was okay. Mm. But I changed my mind. I don't think it's ever okay to yell out in the movie theater. It's not your living room. And there are other people that, you know, paid to go see it. You wouldn't yell out if you were at a play. I would hope you wouldn't. So, I mean, or just quietly whisper to the person next to you. But I just, I don't, I don't get it. But it's annoying. I, I mean, I just want to say real quick, I think it's been, there's a cultural shift where most people apparently think it's okay to do that, to talk yeah. all through the movie yeah. and get out their cell phones and everything. And then the people that don't like it have accepted it and go, well, I'm at the movies, so this is what people do yeah. now. Yeah. And it's very rare for someone to speak up or get a manager or whatever, you know. Um, and it's very unfortunate because <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, it's making it really tough. I mean, if you look at social media right now mm-hmm. and all the people that were excited, just like Jeff was to see yeah. Halloween, so many people have these stories, uh, yeah. bad crowds and people talking, people on their phones, you know, and I kind of anticipated this too, because I was telling my girlfriend before we went, I, she was like, I've never seen a, a horror movie in the, in the theater before. I'm like, well, it's a very common occurrence for people in horror movies to talk because it's part of a way of like, I think it helps people not feel as scared if they're yeah. talking because they're like, Oh, this is just, is all fake. So we're good. Just, you know, but I have to disagree slightly with what you're saying because sometimes like, especially in a horror movie, something jumps out or like, you're gonna be like, Oh, like something like that. I understand. No, that's fine. But yes. if you're, but if you're having a conversation, fuck you. Go yeah. home. Don't I mean, watch. You, like, there's. You can go to a bar. You can go to a coffee anywhere, shop. Yeah. There's so many places I, that are socially acceptable to have a conversation. Because I think yelling out as a, um, a reflex mm-hmm. is fine. Like, oh my god. Yeah. But right. I have never said, "Don't go in there," yeah. or "He's right behind you." Like, yeah. shut the fuck up. Right. Who does that? You do that at home. Who does for, that with your friends, but right. not in the theater? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree. hundred percent. That's. I mean, so maybe at like a midnight screening of a movie that's 40 years old or something, you can do that. <laughs> like um, you know? Rocky Horror Picture right, Show. Right, right. You can have fun with a group yeah. of people doing that you know, publicly. But yeah. a first opening weekend of a movie that's super anticipated by a ton of people, mm-hmm. the first sequel or remake or whatever of the franchise in years and years and years, I mean, I, I think it's outrageous that anybody, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. Five or six years ago on Halloween night, my friend and I celebrated by going to the Belcourt Theater, and they were showing Creature from the Black Lagoon in 3D. Mm. And so we went, and like as the movie is opening, like you hear people like yelling stuff out, like Mystery Science Theater type thing. Mm. And this guy, I, I could go hug this guy. He was just like, stop talking. This is not Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> yeah. It's not okay to talk. And like everyone and nice. just shut up. I was like, yes. See, mm. like, need to, there, needs to, there needs to be like that person in all the movie theaters that's just there to keep everyone quiet and I think some people are for me I wouldn't want to speak up because people are crazy I don't know if you're going to be like oh I'm sorry I'll keep it down Mm -hmm. or if you're going to be work like you know amp it up or if you're going to shoot me over something stupid you know well, so, the thing is, I'd seen these two people, so I wasn't as scared of them because, like, there's no way they could have gotten more angry than I was. <laughs> like, if they'd have been like, "Hey, screw you, man," I'd be like, "No, screw <laughs> you, like, screw you in your ass." And then, then it would have gotten really weird. And then my cousin would have been like, "Jeff has problems. <laughs> I saw him at the movies the other night. What the hell?" You know. Hmm. And I also, oh like, God. I had this kind of thought too after that happened. I was like, "Well, 
gonna get dumped now. My girl, my girl was like, oh. Jeff is nuts. Mm. But. That's how someone, when we saw the Meg, there's a couple that was next to us that talked the whole time. And there's a part of that um, movie, a little spoiler for the Meg, where, have you seen the Meg? Mm-hmm. It's okay, you can spoil it. I don't oh. know. <laughs> where, where there's a, there's like a baby Meg, and I guess the, the mommy Meg, and the couple next to us says, oh, I bet that was a baby Meg. Like, shut up. Yeah. Like, just a whisper, whisper to your, to the person you're with. But I shouldn't be able to make out your conversation. This isn't, this isn't a group exercise. This is like, I don't know. We talked about like a while back about, we should do like a PSA video showing like proper movie theater etiquette. Mm. (laughs) But there's always that person that likes to lean over to the person next to him and like, Oh, this is what's happening. Like, yeah. we don't need your commentary, dude. We can watch the movie ourselves. We don't yeah. need you to tell us, like, like, oh man, he's gonna pick that gun up. Like, yeah, we know, well, dude. The <laughs> other, <laughs> the other really unfortunate thing is a lot of people that talk during movies and during the trailers or pull out their phones and all that stuff. They're incredulous to the criticism. Like, if you say, "Hey, don't do that," yeah. like, I'm, you're messing up the experience for me. They think you're crazy. They, yeah, they, they, they think, think you're, you're the, the one that's weird, yeah. and you're like a stick up your butt type guy or whatever. And so that's why it's kind of difficult. Like, it almost has to go to I don't want to say violence, but you almost have to be a jerk. <laughs> I re- like, mm. I, I realized that people are assholes years ago, and that they're like a lot of times if you tell them to be quiet, they're not going to do it. So like. Uh, I realize the move is just to get up and move to another part of the theater, but now you have a side seating where you can't really do that. Like we got right. lucky enough that there were two open seats, mm. but, um, cause I remember like years and years ago when, um, what was that movie with Russell Crowe? The, uh, a Bril- uh, beautiful mind. Yeah. We went to see that. <laughs> you, you pulled someone up by the lapel. <laughs> you motherfucker. Shut up during Russell's movie. <laughs> This is a very heartfelt film, you <laughs> fuckers. No. So I, uh, I went with a bunch of my friends. Excuse me. And it was actually like a pretty packed theater. It was this opening weekend, and there was a row of teenagers behind us, and they just... Saw a beautiful mind. Yeah, I guess it was the only thing that was open. Yeah, so that's, that's the other problem, is a lot of teenagers will go see anything that's out just to have a place to hang out exactly. and that sort of thing, and they're yeah. not worried about the movie. And Yeah, their parents will drop them off. It's like right. a guaranteed two hours away from their parents. So mm-hmm. they were just sitting there just like, blah, 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 talking to them. We, were, we kept, at first, we, we gave them the glare, did nothing. And then uh, two of our friends got up, and we thought, oh, they're going to tell the manager. And so did the, the kids behind us, because they're like, oh, man, they're going to tell the manager, man. Uh-oh, oh, they're going to get in mm-hmm. trouble. These you kids know? suck. And then... Uh-huh. We, me and my other friend were just sat there and waited, like, oh, you guys are going to get it. You're about to get kicked out of here. And then, like, you know, they an hour returned. goes by, and I'm like, where did they go? <laughs> they just, just like, fuck it. Yeah. And then, uh, so we, we're like, guys, can you keep it down? And they're, you know, throwing popcorn and stuff. Really? And, they threw and popcorn? And so finally my friend was just like, you guys are ruining this movie. Be quiet. And they're like, oh, what are you going to do? And we were like, oh. And so I went and. I went out to the lobby, and I found one of the guys working at the theater. I was like, excuse me, um, there's this row of kids in there, and they have been talking the whole movie. And the guy was like, oh, that sucks. Mm. Like, cool. All right, well, I'll see you. And I just went back to that. I was like, there's nothing I can do. And then, like, after the movie, I saw my two friends that got up. I was like, where did you guys go? They were like, oh, those people were talking behind us, so we just got set, got up and sat somewhere else. We're like, you weren't going to tell us? Like, we would have liked to got away from But that was when I learned the move. 
we've got way off subject. We've got the venom out, yeah. so let's talk about the actual movie. Yeah. Let's let's jump in. <laughs> We're only thirty minutes in, and all we did was rant about yeah. theater Sorry. goers, which uh, I hate it. We needed to exercise those demons. <laughs> so. Exactly. I've been holding that in for two days. <laughs> you had to get it out. You're the big fan of Halloween and the franchise, yeah. so you you said you loved it. I mean, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was great. I, I thought it was a great sequel to the first one. It's easily the second best one, at, at least. It may yeah. be even the best one. I, I don't. know. It's hard to say because I love I love that original Halloween, but uh, the thing about the original Halloween, it doesn't look like it takes place during Halloween because everything's mm. green and mm-hmm. there's palm yeah. trees and stuff, but. Um, but I think the original movie is brilliant because it's such a simple story. Mm-hmm. And I, actually, the original Halloween doesn't really need any sequels because it's you just end up like just redoing what was in the first one because that's mm-hmm. it's just you know crazy guy breaks out of a insane asylum and starts killing people. That's yeah. the whole story. Um, but I thought this was a great uh, a great story of just you know what would these characters be doing forty years later like. This would have like totally fucked up um, Laurie Strode, and you know, in turn, kind of fucked up her her daughter. And yeah, um, but then you know, he actually does get out, and 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 there's I love all the little nods to some of the other Halloween movies, and like the scene at the end where uh, Michael uh, like pushes Laurie off the. I guess he doesn't really push her, but like she falls off the the second story of the house. And he looks down and she's laid on the ground and he turns around and looks back and she's gone. Yeah. It's like a, a flip from the For sure. scene in the original. And there are certain parts of the movie where I laughed or would like to myself just be like, yeah. You know, like there's that one line. Okay, so at the beginning of the movie where that one doctor is, uh, he's like, I've been, I, I studied under Dr. Loomis and like I've been studying Michael for years and blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I'm thinking like, Okay, so this is the new Dr. Loomis. And then like later yeah, in the yeah. movie when Lori meets her, he's like, I'm Dr. So and so. She's like, Oh, so you're the new Loomis. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yes. <laughs> like I was the only one in the theater that laughed at that line. Yeah. And I was like, that is a total just direct line to the audience from the writers. Like mm-hmm. I can almost imagine in the writer's room, they're like, We should just have Lori say like he's the new Dr. Loomis. <laughs> like what were some other Easter eggs that you caught just as a big fan? That, um, I mean, well, obviously the Halloween 3 yeah. costumes, were the that was the big thing that I caught. Yeah, yeah that was the main thing. And then um, that scene where he goes in the garage and grabs the hammer and walks inside and, like, steals the, the knife was very reminiscent to the scene in Halloween 2 where he goes in the, the Elrod's house and grabs their knife. Hmm. Uh, and that's another thing, too, when the, when the guy... Like the like the chubby guy in the costume, and he's walking Lori's granddaughter home when he's in the backyard, and he sees Michael there, and he's like, "Oh, hey, Mr. Elrod," and I'm like, "Oh shit!" Oh, <laughs> wow, okay. wow, I never would have gotten that. Yeah. yeah. So it's like a lot of cool little nods to yeah. some of the other movies, and just nods to the original that I thought were really cool. The imagery of uh, Michael Myers walking around Halloween night with all the trick or treaters. Yeah. I mean, I just thought that's that really was good. the best touch of this movie and something that's missing from the franchise, as far as I yeah. know, right? Like, I don't feel like that's yeah. happened specifically in other movies in the yeah. franchise. I was texting my friend Ryan about this yesterday about, uh, we, were, we were saying, like, how great it was to see all the trick or treaters in the movie. And, like, yeah, even the original doesn't have trick or treaters because, like, it was such a low budget movie. They couldn't yeah. afford to, like, mm-hmm. pay extras to, like, mm-hmm. You know, there's just a handful. Yeah, you see yeah. a few kids go up to the doors and yeah. stuff. Yeah, but I love that it, the the streets are just teeming with kids in their uh, costumes and yeah. stuff. 
And that one kid, you can tell he almost says, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like when he runs into Michael Myers, he's like, what the, f- oh, hey, mister. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, that smash cut in the very, very beginning to the opening sequence where you see the, uh, the jack-o'-lantern yeah. in reverse time, it's, it's, it starts out decayed and then it slowly starts to be healthy, you know, like ro- go back into a regular jack-o'-lantern set to the score. I mean, to me, that was like worth going to see it in the theaters alone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just that opening bit, I was just like, oh, like I felt like the goosebumps. Yeah, me and, too. And I'm not even, I love Halloween the holiday, but mm-hmm. the franchise, I'm kind of just like, oh, I like it, but I'm yeah. not, you know, but even me, I was like super moved by it mm-hmm. and really into it. So, yeah. And there's also a lot of like, uh, there's certain things that you have to have in a Halloween movie. And it's got to be Michael Myers in a, uh, in coveralls and the mask. Mm. And he always has to somehow find coveralls. <laughs> he always goes to a mechanic shop or yeah. like some gas station and like kills whoever. He's like, oh, that guy looks about my size. And he kills him and takes his coveralls. Yeah. Um, so when he has to go to the bathroom, he has to take the coveralls all oh, the way. Oh, no. <laughs> he, he cuts a hole in the bottom with his knife. <laughs> oh. It's like the only thing he ever says is, oh. um, Kia, what were some of your standout moments? You've been quiet. I did like the, the trick-or-treating, like yeah. seeing him walking around. I thought it looked really good. And I guess the first one, they shot it where? Pasadena, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this South one they shot in South Carolina, so they were probably actually able to have it look yeah, it looks like, like fall. Because yeah. yeah. um, when we, we watched Halloween, the first one, the night before, mm-hmm. And yeah, I kept commenting. It's like, everything's green. Yeah. Why are the leaves? What's that on the ground? Well, once Jeff had told me the story about how they have the bag of leaves yeah. and they just like, they spread it, it out and like then pick it back up. You know? of, it's hard not to notice what yeah. you know that. Yeah. Cause that's, that's yeah. Cause they shot it in like South Pasadena and it was like spring, I think. Mm. And then they, uh, they just had a trash bag full of leaves and they would spread it out whatever shot they were shooting. And then as soon as the shot was over, they would pick it all up, put it back in the bag and yeah. move it to wherever they were filming the next scene. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was a badass. I thought she was yeah. sexy. I thought she looked good. Like at the yeah. end when um, the daughter thinks it's Michael Myers at the door and you see Jamie Lee Curtis with the gun. And I'm like, she is hot right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. That looks amazing. Um, yeah, she was Oh, she, she looks great. Yeah. Like, well, I, I remember <laughs> I, I read a little interview with her, and she said that you know at 59 she feels like better in her body. I'm than waiting she for ever that to did. happen. I'm yeah. at that age where I feel like I'm like I'm starting to feel my age. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe in. you go back out of it, and then you start feeling young again. All right. <laughs> I love how she's not only not scared of Michael anymore; that she's like actively searching for him. So she mm. wants him to escape. Yeah, because yeah. like. Because I was thinking about that, like, Michael always goes after Lori, but I was like, in this movie, he doesn't. Like, Lori goes after her, after yeah. him. Like, she's, uh, she's just, like, armed out the wazoo. And That's a good point, because I, Key and I were talking about how it was interesting to us that they skipped the continuity of part two, mm-hmm. but to drop the sister angle and drop that he's specifically after her. Right. But that makes sense in retrospect, because he literally is just... Like, he's just going out and doing what he does. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he just happens to get roped back in to Lori Strode. Like, yeah. he's not actively looking for her, necessarily. Yeah. That's what I love. Like, and she has no fear at all. I love when, like, she's listening to the police radio, and they're like, oh, they spotted him, whatever. And she just does, like, U-turn yeah. in the middle of the street. She's like, I'm like mm. yeah! Like, <laughs> I will say, I think we have to mention, because you sent me a tweet yeah. and uh, an article and I guess the article was written, also written by a woman. Yes. And it's April a tweet. Wolf, I think is her name. And yeah. it's a tweet from a woman. 
saying how I'm not, I don't really remember. I scanned the article, but I think they, they didn't like that it was written and directed by men, but I'm not sure why I didn't, I didn't agree with the article at all. You maybe paraphrasing. She basically said that, you, you know, half of the movie she liked and half of it, she didn't. Is she kind of liked all the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff, mm-hmm. um, but she was a little tired of men writing a hashtag Me Too feminist statement type of movie. I didn't see it as a hashtag Me Too type right. movie. Right. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we have to see everything like that. Yeah. But so I disagreed with the article. I thought, mm-hmm. even though it was written by men um, and directed by men, I thought it was done well. You know, if we want the women to be all strong, all the men in this movie were ineffectual and weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for Michael Myers, and the women saved the day. The husband was useless. Yeah. The doctor Sheriff turned out to be useless. a psycho. Yeah. Um, the cop gets killed. The women saved the day. What more do yeah. I don't know? What you want? The women are the ones that survived the movie. Everybody I don't understand. Else and not only do they survive, they set the trap. Yeah, that was badass. It's a great sequence. Like, so, yeah. so we were thinking they probably would have been fine with it if it was written and directed by women. Same exact movie. I, I know that's like almost the most chauvinist thing I could say, but well, I'm I couldn't saying help it but feel too. that way. I think it's just that, ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, if it had been women that had made the movie, I don't think that any of this criticism would be, would be coming up. I think everyone would think, oh, it's it's really smart how they juxtapose the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff with yeah. the right. typical slasher stuff. And But since it's dudes that wrote it, it's like everyone has knives out, no pun intended, I for them. I think one of the comments was how at the very beginning when the daughter is having they're having breakfast and i guess she's about to say something important the father interrupts that by saying oh i got peanut butter on my penis and it's like (laughs) but so what the movie just started you want this heavy moment at the very beginning of the movie it's also highlighting how ineffectual he is it's already setting up that this husband is not going to be very useful when the shit hits the fan so uh. (laughs) when the granddaughter gets dumped by the boyfriend she she cries a little bit but then she's like i'm over it she goes on with her life when the chubby kid tries to kiss her she puts him in his place what more i don't understand what i I don't get the article i don't get it well (sighs) there's always going to be somebody who's going to be offended by anything and like those are the people that make the biggest noise on the internet. So I think the majority of people probably do not feel that way, but yeah. they're the people that are making the most yeah. thing out of it. You know, it's um, like the, 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 um, critic that kept get out from getting a 100%. When you uh, read yeah. his review, you realize he didn't watch Armand the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't watch it. Yeah. Well, he loved Jack and Jill, so can't really take that guy's, <laughs> uh, yeah, he's been, that guy's been accused of being contrarian, for years and he always denies it but i mean it's i mean <laughs> he's contrarian to being contrary yeah he's just, <laughs> yeah exactly um but speaking of the uh, the toby huss character the the son-in-law of laurie right uh did that take you out of the movie at all because anytime i see that guy I'm, i just think of Arden, where is the he from man in the world you've been rump riding the sofa for the last half hour watching tv now it's time to get up and get strong with your personal trainer, <laughs> Archie, the strongest man in the world. <laughs> it's the Artie Workout. Let's start with aerobics. <laughs> to get his blood going, Artie likes to warm up with a brief aerobic workout. Follow along. Six, seven, eight, nine, From uh, Adventures of Pete and Pete. Yeah. 
He's no, a, I never. That's the one Nickelodeon show I never watched. He's kind of turned into a character actor because he pops yeah. up in a lot of things. But he's, I would say, the backbone of his career has been comedic parts yeah. and voice. I think he's acting. an awesome actor too. Like he was on that show Carnival. He was mm. really good on that. But like, I cannot help but just think of like Bernie, the strongest man sure. in the world. Yeah, it's yeah. like wow, Michael Myers killed the strongest man in the world. Is that from <laughs> Adventures of Pete and Pete? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. He, so he's uh, a very over-the-top character, Pee Wee Herman-esque. I saw of. very little of, but it never really caught my attention yeah. growing up. Yeah, he's little Pete's own personal superhero in the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's he's really funny. Like yeah. I, I love his. Uh, he's and he's the comic relief of this movie, so I, th- I think he's really funny. But mm. I well, can't help but yeah. think of that when I see him. But None of the humor tick tick it out for me or, or take me out of the movie. I liked the stepfather, the little, little kid. Yeah, I really liked the, kid was so funny. I really liked the ending with the, the cops in the car talking about the sandwich for some oh, reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want to see more of them. Let's just, yeah. let's like end of watch two. Let's yeah. just ride around with them. He's like, I bought a brownie <laughs> and pudding. He's like, that's what a six year old takes to lunch. Like, that's really funny. And I, the, the, the funny parts in the movie got a good reaction from the audience. They really like, did in our crowd. Especially yeah. the little kid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that little kid was great. That's what, like, walking out of the theater, those are my biggest criticisms. Because I felt like tonally it was weird because uh, the kid, as good as he was, like, I think they established really well that he and the babysitter had a good rapport with each other. Yeah. And they were, like, friends, kind of. So, like she's getting brutally attacked and he's running out and he's making jokes. It, it yeah. bugged me a little bit. Like I was like, I don't think a kid would be laugh, like making funny jokes, but, uh, the further away I get from it, the more I accept that. Like I kind of accept the reality of the movie. But was he making funny jokes? I kind of did felt we like just it laugh was, at him. Yeah. I, I, that's, I think, that's a good point. Like, I think he just said, if you go up there, you're going to get killed too. Yeah. Which is yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> like just coming from him. And honestly, I get why the filmmakers kept those ver- like they probably could have made other takes where he was more like you know more frantic like ah oh, no you know but I think he did it so well and was so like charismatic in that part that they just kind of rolled with it you know and just left yeah. it as is but yeah like like the humor didn't the further away I get from it the less it bothers me but in the moment I was kind of like, ooh like I was kind of thrown a little bit yeah man I really want to watch this movie again like I kind of wanted really to go good. today <laughs> I, that's what I, I was gonna say like I can't wait for next year. You can double watch. You can do a double oh, feature yeah. with the original and this one. Mm-hmm. That that'll be just beautiful. Like yeah. you know how you pr- project movies outside and stuff. Yeah. That'd be a great double feature to do That'd outside awesome. for fun. You yeah. know. What do you think of the mask in this movie? I thought it was really cool. Yeah, I I didn't know because again I didn't watch any of the trailers or read mm-hmm. anything about it. So I was curious about because I'd seen the mask at Mask Fest right. and stuff like that. I was like, oh, has he had the mask all this time? Did they let him keep it or something? And yeah. he's worn it. And I was like. Uh, our friend Marty, who's yeah. done some of my tattoos and everything, he, he was talking about he's a big mask maker and aficionado of mm-hmm. mask. And he was like, yeah, if he wears that mask all the time, it would be way worse shape and it would yeah. look terrible. It would look totally different. Um, but knowing that maybe a, a private collector had it all this time, like a, the DA is what they mentioned. Yeah. The podcasters mentioned that they bought it or borrowed it from the DA. Um, so maybe that maybe person's in like evidence or something. Yeah, yeah. maybe they've kind of kept it up a little bit, you know, where it looks bad yeah. forty years later, but it's not just completely it was destroyed. Just like you know, shoved in a box somewhere. Right. Yeah. That's so I bought mo- that. That slow motion where he puts the mask on mm. yeah. and he closes the trunk, I and mean, that's just—it looks iconic already. And that oh. was yeah. something they put in the trailer. Yeah. Oh, so, was it really? Yes. I still haven't watched. I need to watch the trailers to get context of what I uh, avoided. And the next, either the next. After we came back, from, no, not after we came back, because after we came back, I went immediately to sleep. But um, <laughs> the next day, I saw a new trailer for Halloween. It was new to me, mm-hmm. and it was the scene where the chubby kid 
um, where he sees Michael Myers in the lights. Oh, yeah. And then the lights cut out, and then mm -hmm. Michael, like, jumps forward. Yeah. It's like, why would you put that in the mm -hmm. trailer? That yeah. was a really cool I am so glad moment. I stopped watching I, the trailers. <laughs> I mean, I think I was, like, genuinely rewarded by not watching yeah, any of the so trailers too. and stuff. I'm really happy I did it that way. I'm going yeah. to do it a few more times. Like, because when we saw the trailer for Split, I mean, uh, Glass, mm -hmm. there were moments. I loved the trailer for Glass, by the way. I yeah. thought it was fantastic. But and that was a moment where um, everyone in our theater was silent watching. Yeah, that. for oh, some yeah. of the other trailers, people because they were horror and not yeah. the greatest horror trailer, so mm -hmm. people were laughing. Yeah. Um, but split, it was just silent. Glass, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or glass, yeah, yeah. silent. But there were moments in that trailer where I was like, oh, that'd be kind of cool if I'd seen that for the first time in the movie. Like yeah. I kind of had those thoughts again, so I might try to do it with other movies. Uh, yeah. It was tough, but I wish I had done what you did and not even seen the first trailer for Halloween. Cause like it was after I saw the first trailer, I was like, they're already giving stuff away. Yeah. And this is just like the, the first trailer. And I was like, I'm, I'm not going to watch anymore. Yeah. Which so okay. really, I'm really, really glad I stopped because it sounds like they just showed yeah. all the scares to yeah. their credit. Unlike the trailer we saw for fright night, they didn't give away the ending. Yeah. They didn't show like Michael Myers in flames or yeah. something. Right. <laughs> that they trapped him. And I mean, that was a, such a oh. great moment. Oh yeah. Like I was going to say, that's probably, that's one of my favorite moments in the movie where she's acting all scared. She's like, I don't think I can do mm. this. Yeah. And then just, just to lure him out. She's like, gotcha. Bam. Yeah. Like, mm. Fuck yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Like, that was one where like people kind of were like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, if only it was written and directed by a woman. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to make, make it seem like we have a big axe to grind, but uh, what about other criticisms? Did you guys, We're kind of raving about it. Is yeah. there anything else that you guys, that rubbed you the wrong way or you wish they would have done differently? Or No. Like I said, the only complaint I had about it was that they didn't explain how they caught him, but yeah. I mean, I guess we just figure they caught him at some yeah, point. You, you would think they would give the podcasters a one or two lines just explaining yeah. how he was captured. I, I didn't catch that. So. Yeah, maybe they did and we missed it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But I can't think of anything. Yeah. Do you remember after we left the movie theater, did I? Oh, my one, not complaint, because I, I talked myself out of it, but because Lori is so devastated and she you know, lives in the woods and her house is booby-trapped, at first I thought... Because it hasn't, it's not established or it no longer exists that they're siblings and that he's come after her more than once. Yeah. It seems kind of weird that she would be this intense still. But I watch a lot of investigation discovery shows <laughs> and they, they, you know, surviving something like that, seeing your friends die and they're yeah. arranged in these really weird ways that probably would make you feel a certain yeah. type of way. So, well, and, and like we pointed out, uh, She's not so much like she's actively set up a trap for him to yeah. kill him. Like she, it's it's partially revenge. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So there is like survivors. You know what do they call it? PTSD and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, survive. What survivors guilt? Is that what you're gonna say? Yeah, or like, something. Yeah, yeah. But um, I guess for me, I didn't understand why she would think he would come after her again because this follows the first movie he's technically only come after her once that's what i was meant though is that well, she doesn't want she's not worried about that she just wants to kill him so yeah. like the compound and all that stuff is just set up strictly it's a trap for him yeah because that's that's what the twist i loved about the movie was you think that like she's built up this house as like a fortress to like protect stay her safe. yeah but yeah. And, and then you, and you realize like she's not trying to keep herself safe she's just built a trap for him so she wants him to come to the house which is why she goes after him when she finds out that he's escaped. 
Like, finally, so, what she's been looking forward to is finally happening. Yeah, so exactly. it's not that she set, set the trap thinking, he's going to come after me. I'm going to go after him. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That makes I think sense. so. I, th- I mean, I'm like you. I felt the same way, but the more I thought about it, the more I interpreted it that way, that yeah. she is actively wanting him to attack her so that she can extract revenge. And yeah. her daughter is in on it. Her granddaughter is in on it. Yeah. They all seem to kind of know what the oper- you know, mm-hmm. what was going to happen. So I will say, though, I think, like, part of that trap was a little poorly planned because, like, uh, they had to lure him down into this basement, which there's only one way in and one way out. Mm. And they had to like make sure everything went off perfectly to yeah. be able to get past him to go back up and like leave him down there. Cause like, you know, what if things had gone differently and they couldn't make it back up the stairs? I mean, sure. um, but I mean, it ended up working out. So I guess it's not a big deal. <laughs> Maybe they also, since the whole, whole house was rigged to catch fire. Maybe as long as he's in the house somewhere. Yeah. So True, if he gets that's in the ba- like that ensures that if they he, know where he's at, and he gets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If he gets in the basement, good, we'll trap him. But if he's upstairs, the Fuck whole it. place yeah. is rigged yeah. to still right. blow up. And who knows? Maybe um, if he's trapped upstairs, she has a way for all the doors to be locked. She does have a way for all those things. Okay, so yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's just like the best spot possible scenario, and they're yeah. like, "Fuck it, we're we're going yeah. for it." She but, goes through her house and clears the room, and then she hits a button, and there's like, yeah, 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 a door that closes. So he would have been trapped anywhere. Cool. And I love how she has yeah. that one room. It's like an exact replica of the room from the original movie where he's like busting into the closet mm. where mm-hmm. it's almost like uh, she built that to kind of practice almost, you know? And even that balcony where she falls off looks exactly like the balcony from the original movie. Yeah. Well, one other quick thing about Jamie Lee Curtis in this too and the idea that she's trained to a certain extent for 40 years for this, like they don't make her Linda Hamilton in Terminator. Like she's not like buff and doing pull-ups. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? Like I kind of like that she's like, like tough and there's grit to her and she's definitely trained, but it's like credible. It's not like she's an expert and you see her like throwing knives and you know what I mean? Like it's just uh, someone that knows what they're doing. You know, I I like that. I like that they didn't go full out with it. So, and I like that they're showing like in these, in movies, older women. Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. I personally find older women to be much sexier than younger women. Mm. They just come, they just come with experience and they're, they're not, they don't fall for the same silly stuff that young women fall for. They're just, I don't know, they're stronger. And so, yeah, if if I had to, (laughs) what's that game we played last time? Marry, kill. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do all, (laughs) I do the first two to Jamie Lee Curtis. I wouldn't kill her. (laughs) <laughs> she would Fair enough. No. <laughs> yeah. We want to talk. Oh, go ahead. I, I love that imagery too. You know how she was like shooting those mannequins for yeah. his practice, and then later in the movie, it's sort of like used as like a creepy imagery when like the the granddaughter is yeah. walking into the backyard. And she sees you like, oh, like, oh man, those things look so creepy. Yeah. That's awesome. We should talk about um, the new Loomis. The, oh, the turn. The turn. That, that was yeah. about the only twist or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. I thought that was pretty clever in the really weird yeah (laughs) but it kind of makes sense he turns out to kind of he probably started out with good intentions but then from studying michael he kind of wants to do the same thing michael does he's like this is what it feels like well and he obviously had motive to he wants to see michael full michael again it's kind of like frankenstein's monster and all the old movies 
the mad scientist always wants to make, make the monster at full strength again, and he does all the experiments. Mm-hmm. Lo- the new Loomis kind of does that, where he wants to see Michael Myers in his environment killing people again. Because mm-hmm. he's only seen him chained up and docile, and he's, yeah. like, dying to see him full Michael Myers, yeah. you know? Yeah. So I buy that maybe he even had something to do with Michael mm-hmm. escaping, that he was kind of, you know, yeah. manipulating things. and You're right, because he was sure. on the bus with them. Right. So I, I think yeah. I think there was a little bit something going on there with, with the new Loomis that it wasn't just coincidence, some of the mm-hmm. stuff, that maybe he quietly was doing some stuff behind yeah. the scenes and allowing these podcasters to talk and, oh, the mask is nearer now. And, yeah. ooh, you know, maybe that'll kind of, like, he wants these things to happen, sort yeah. of, you know. Um, I did, I was a little worried that... Uh, Loomis was going to uh, be the new Michael for a second. I was like, oh, yeah. is this going to happen? Are oh, they really yeah, going to do too. this when, when he puts on the mask? Yeah, the and... mask is all distorted and yeah. wider. And you're like, oh, no, look as good on you, dude. Yeah. The, um... I'm going to need a larger jumpsuit. <laughs> there was one part of the movie where, like, Husky. My, my, Michael walks into this room and you hear a baby crying. In my mind, I just thought, like, oh, don't kill a baby. Don't mm. do that in this movie. And, I'm like, luckily he just, like, walked by. And I was like, mm. Yeah, in our uh, theater, you could hear people in the audience kind of going, oh, mm. I was surprised but he killed a kid. Me he, too. Yeah, that I was new. I've never seen, I don't feel like he's done that in one of these yeah. movies. Because when we were watching Halloween, the first one, I asked you, does he kill kids? Because I didn't remember mm-hmm. him killing kids. Um, now he was after. He totally killed this kid, though. In, <laughs> in four, five, and six, or four and five, he was after Jamie. Yeah. But it's kind of up in the air if he was going to kill her or not, right? Mm. So we don't know 100%. Yeah, it was his, uh, his niece. Mm. So. Maybe, I, mean, yeah, I don't know. Because he ended up transferring his superhuman oh, yeah. Michael Myers powers oh, yes. to her. Oh, yes. That's that totally gets dropped in part five. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it does. And yeah. then comes back in part six because then he's in that weird cult where he's mm. like the Darth Vader of this cult. And he's just <laughs> like sitting the there bomb. hanging out. He's like, I know he's weird. <laughs> and like Paul Rudd's performance. Okay, so I, I watched the producer's cut of the movie. Yeah, part six. Yeah, and... uh. uh the opening, like the the very first shot of uh, Paul Rudd, and he's talking on the phone to this radio DJ. He's like a, a Howard Stern type guy. Like the way he delivers these lines, I was like, how did he get hired for this movie? Right. <laughs> and the kid, he was probably just like, this is gonna be dumb. I'm just gonna go over the top <laughs> and goofy with this performance. I don't know. And also, just really quick, like the the kid that played uh, what's his character's name? Uh, Paul Rudd's character? Oh, uh, is it Tommy? Is it uh, Tommy? I think so. I think we're getting that wrong. He was the... Tommy Jarvis is uh, well, Friday 13th. Uh, I'll look it up really quick. Um, because the kid in Halloween, the original, that grows up to look like Paul Rudd, would never <laughs> look like Paul Rudd. Exactly. I mean, seriously, he would look like Ron Howard or something. <laughs> yeah. Like There was no way he would look like you know, this like super good-looking, dark-haired guy or whatever. Because he kind of had like red hair. He was not Tommy around. Doyle. Tommy Doyle. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Friday the 13th stole it. I think you might be right. Or at least it was influenced. Both have Tommy. Did you notice in the, I was going to say table of contents, in the... um, Credits? In the credits that PJ Souls was the teacher. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Hmm. I guess you just hear, I don't think you see her, you just Just hear her voice. I was kind of hoping, there's a scene where the granddaughter, after her friend gets killed, I think, um, knocks on the door someone's house and the light comes on mm-hmm. and then they go to a different scene. Yeah. I was kind of hoping it was going to be Danielle Harris that opened. The door. Uh, <laughs> they had that many Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. Rob zombie is like a, <laughs> a radio DJ or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so, uh, do you think they'll do a sequel to this? Well, 
that's what I was going to ask is how do we interpret the ending? Because they, they have all the survivors, you know, these three generations of women, and we pan down to the, the granddaughter, and she's holding the knife. She has, like, the butcher knife yeah. in a certain way. How do you guys interpret that? What's going on with uh, Lori's granddaughter there? I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really put any thought into that. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, like, well, the house burns up. You don't actually see his dead body. Mm-hmm. Like, and uh, you hear, if you say to the end of the movie... After the con, uh, God, why I keep stuck on table of contents. The ca- the credits are over. Uh-huh. It just you just hear him breathing. Yeah, oh, okay. the audio of Michael um, breathing. Mm. Yeah. So. So yeah, I uh, well, my girlfriend she had never she's only seen the original movie. I made her watch that. <laughs> Does she like that one? <laughs> she she put on a brave face, but like, he, we watched it outside on the sheet mm. and. I, I was giving her commentary through the whole movie. I was, and there was like, people, we were doing it in the backyard and her neighbors were outside and had the mm. lights on and were like being loud and stuff. So, uh, were they all like, hey, is that Halloween? Can no. we come over? No, they were just like out there, hey, guys. And they weren't talking to us. They were just outside, like, you know, with their lights on and everything. And so it wasn't the scariest, you know, yeah. scene. So she was just like, eh, that wasn't scary. But, uh, but at the end of this movie, uh, she's like, well, at least he's dead. And I was like, oh, that's cute. You've never seen any other Halloween movies. Yeah, or he, any scary movie. Yeah, right? He's never dead. Like, he'll be back. Like, but no, he's, he burned up in the house. And I was like, yeah, that doesn't make any difference. He'll come back. Like, he's been stabbed in the eye and, like, shot in the eyes. And he can still see. You know? Well, but uh, this world established that only part one exists. Yeah. So he theoretically could have survived most of the injuries. Mm-hmm. I mean, movie style, he could have survived. Um so I feel like they went through a lot of pain to show us that, that him burning in this house is the official death yeah. of Michael Myers. I hope, I personally hope he's dead, just because, yeah. at least in this little line of movies, if they make another one, mm-hmm. I hope that it's either an imitator or someone else, or yeah. I, I don't know. Didn't you say that John Carpenter said this is the last? He claims this is the definitive ending of Halloween. But I guess so, in his okay mind, it could be the definitive yeah. ending, but in Hollywood, they're like, that's what you think, oh, John. No. Like, you and, know how much money we made on this? Well, and I think definitely the, uh, doing another one. Yeah. Jason, is it Blum or Bloom? Blum, Blumhouse. Yeah. Um, apparently, he's already been on record. Like, yeah, if it's successful, we'll make, we're going to make another one. Well, also, so. like, I saw an interview with Danny McBride and uh, uh, what's his name, David Gordon Green. Gordon Green. Yeah. yeah. They, and they were saying like, well, we have we have ideas for sequels, but we we're going to wait and see how this one does first. We didn't want to like, you know, just go in thinking like these are going to be huge. We'll just make we'll go ahead and write three movies. You yeah. Because I had heard rumors that they were going to originally they wanted to do two of them back to back that they yeah. were going to shoot them at the same time and then decided not to. Yeah. So they seem to have done a really respectful job. But I was going to say they're of the age oh, yeah. where I think if they were to carry on with this, they would do it in a respectful way because mm. they grew up with it. Why would you want to? Yeah, it's like they're big fans of it. So yeah. they want to mm. make good versions of these movies. It, it would be kind of cool if they were like, we did uh, one sequel taking place 40 years later. Let's do another one. Halloween 3. <laughs> 40 years later. What's going on Why? there? Oh, I was going to say that it would be cool if they redid Halloween 3. That's what I, that's what I mean. Like get, yeah. get some of the old school people back. Mm-hmm. Do a Halloween 3 season of the witch yeah. 40 years after. Boom. There you go. There's your sequel built in and you don't have to screw up yeah. the ending of this movie. They, Still call it Halloween. You know, like Hadfield is cursed. Remember that time all those kids' heads turned into snakes and bugs? 
We can never let that happen again. But you, oh, I was just going to say, uh, going back to the granddaughter with the knife, uh, you guys, Jeff, you didn't have any big thoughts on that. I thought, no, I, Tia, I you, thought, you, I, I asked or wondered if they were going to, or if they were just hinting at, you know, oh, is she going to be, is she going to take up the mantle? Kind of what they did with um, Danielle Harris. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you hear him breathing at the end. And I don't really think, I know she's been through something traumatic, but she's come from such like a strong background. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think she would start killing. She knows how damaged or not maybe damaged, but how much it's affected her grandmother and well, her mother. And, and I feel like, you know, if you take this movie as a little bit of allegory for surviving traumatic incidents and how badly it affects you and everything, I think that was the point is that the granddaughter's only heard stories of this. She has no real context for how terrible it is, but now she does. She's mm-hmm. been through it personally. She almost lived the same night in a lot of ways that Lori yeah. did. So uh, I think that's what the point was, is that even though she came out on the other end surviving and, and it's positive, mm-hmm. there's going to be trauma. And, like, she's holding on to that knife kind of like, uh, you know, like. And she's holding a, on to the trauma of it. Kind of. Yeah. That's kind of how I took it. Yeah. But maybe, maybe that's also a symbol of her being like, I'm, I'm prepared. Ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Maybe. Yeah. I'm ready for the next psycho that comes along. <laughs> sure. Gonna... Stick this motherfucking yeah. knife right up their ass. <laughs> And I'm you told get peanut me... butter on their dick. Oh, <laughs> daddy. <laughs> you told me um, how uh, Jamie Lee Curtis got involved in the movie, which I thought was interesting. Do you know that one? Mm-hmm. That Jake Gyllenhaal convinced her, I guess, to do it? It was on, uh, I looked it up after the movie. It was on the IMDb trivia. So I guess theoretically someone could have just made up that, sh- <laughs> that stuff. But yeah. apparently he's a family friend of Jamie Lee Curtis. Or she's his godmother yeah, or something there, like that. And there's pictures of them together. Right. So... And apparently he was like, yeah, you really need to do this. And he was like one of the kind of deciding oh, cool. factors. As if you couldn't love Jake Gyllenhaal Thank anymore. you, Jake. We He's going to be the new Mysterio in the next Spider-Man movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was that sound? <laughs> um, well, any closing thoughts, guys? Oh, I think we covered a lot. Yeah. yeah. We, we talked about this longer than I thought we would. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I, <clears throat> I loved it. I want to go see it again, like, right now. We should hit pause on this and go watch it. I, uh, <laughs> d- 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 probably cut this out, but I have a staycation coming up, so I'm definitely up for seeing it yeah. uh, on, during the actual peak Halloween, mm-hmm. so if you're up for it. I'm so. up for it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So, not only do we recommend it, we've seen it again, motherfuckers. <laughs> Halloween. H4O. <laughs> well, it's even darker now. That's weird. I guess uh, that means we gotta go. But enjoy this movie, guys. It's the season. And be on the lookout for our Halloween special coming at you. As we slip back into the night. Keep slamming that evil, guys. Keep busting. Merry Christmas! Oh, God. <laughs>